Well, a very good morning to you. Yeah, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing fine. You're doing fine. That's good. That's good. <clears throat> Welcome to Sunday morning. Yeah, I'm barely awake. Connie, Connie rolls over and she says, Hey, you got that thing with Sean this morning? I said, Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Could have done with some more sleep, huh? <clears throat> Uh, I don't know whether that's the case or not. Just, I guess I was just being lazy. <laughs> yeah, I could have done with some more sleep. <laughs> no. What time did you get up? Um, I was awake at about half past six. Oh man, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> been that been uh, way too early for me. <laughs> that's my normal day, you know. So it's just like when it gets to Sunday morning, then I can't sleep anymore. Oh really? Yeah, so I just wake up and then I lay there. <laughs> then I start listening to some teaching or something and or some worship and whatever else. Whatever else. <laughs> <laughs> something in that line, you know, something in that line. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's interesting. I was just looking now at our stats uh, on the um, podcast. And um, just like some of the topics that uh, are, are must be more interesting than others, I don't know. Um, but like starting at um, starting at when was it? Twelfth of March. So we we did the enemy of our preaching, and uh, we got twenty two listens there. And the gifts, what do you or don't do, and. Um, that also had in a bit more and then practicing the kingdom in today's world a bit more and then it started going down because then we spoke about the way of the church the effect of church fellowship um, manifesting as a son of god walking um, in the breakout what are you mindful of finding the order of the spirit progression and degression in our faith and then where do divisions come from and managing your seasons of life and ministry. And, uh, yeah, so it's like sort of tapered off a little bit. I think what happens is people listen to it because the, you know, some of them, because we do a weekly one, we, we like kind of like hit an hour every, every um, session, you know. The ones that are shorter seem to be have higher listens. <laughs> <What Yeah. point? laughs> well, what I was uh, I was going to ask you this too is has it affected it since we went to strictly audio? Um. Well, yeah, that could have been also a because that was the same time frame that it started going down. Yeah, yeah, around about. So about three, the three weeks ago, we we went purely audio, and um, yeah, and it's definitely yeah. Since then, it's tapered off, like half, right, half. But what do you do? You know, the I mean, our our um, the Zoom thing is just like so bad, right? But, you know, we. I'd rather them getting. I'd rather people our listeners to get good quality on the podcast at, you know, at least then they can listen. But you know what it is, is I think there's a lot of people that are not familiar with podcast. And so they don't, they don't kind of listen to, you know, the podcast, which is actually, I mean, 
because it's available on Apple, it's available on on Spotify, Google. You know, you can download Google podcast app onto your phone and then you've got access to it and you can listen to it and you can pause it, come back to it later. Um, it's like really cool. And if you download it, I mean, even if you're driving or you, you know, doing something or, you know, at night, you, you know, or you want to listen to, cause Michelle and I, we listen to podcasts together sometimes. And so you can do that if or if you're driving and you, you can keep your hands free, you know, so you just got to download it. So, right. It's practical, but you know, not everybody's very, um, au fait with, podcasts yeah i know for me if i'm listening to it at, through spotify mm-hmm. i have to keep my phone clicked back on or otherwise the whole thing stops really? so you're right i gotta download it or i gotta do something different yeah um whereas like if it's on the facebook live thing uh. um it goes i mean it just continues to run even yeah. if my phone goes to sleep yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah the the google the google um the google app is like that as well the google um play uh the google podcast app right it also just plays right through anyway right. interesting i you know it's like yeah we gotta you know i don't know because what i was doing is downloading it onto uh, i mean we would record it on zoom right and i would download it off zoom onto the podcast um, well, I'd have to download it, then uh, convert it, and then upload it, and then download it. On- <laughs> yeah, so it's a bit of a longer process, but anyway. Um, so I would do that. But so if the if the sound was bad, if you know Zoom, we had a bad connection, which we started having a lot of. Oh yeah. Um, you know, then the quality of it is. You know, I mean, we're not here to try and be professional and, you know, do this like whole thing. So that wasn't my, it's not my thinking, but at the same time, you know, I know when you're listening to something, it's very frustrating um, if it keeps breaking down and, you know, and these bad connections and stuff like that. And you don't, can't hear the person talking and stuff. Right. Like it just makes it difficult to listen. You, you, then you can, like, kind of switch it off after a while. And right. if other people get it, then not get it. You know? right. so, yeah, I know a few people will listen, but, uh, you know, I'd, like when we first started this, it was for, we were just, we were just recording it so people could get on, on what we were talking about if they yeah. want to. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it wasn't like we we're trying to build a big fan base or anything else. It was, yeah, the purpose was, let's just, you know, oh man, I wish we could talk about this with somebody or somebody else was listening in. So getting, they, getting in on it, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, anyway, I mean, that's that's fine. That's just the way. There's cycles in it anyway. Yeah, um, in any of this type of thing. But um, I do. I have not on the audio thing. I have not sent it out nearly as much as I used to either. Oh, is it okay? I used to send it out to every single one person that I have contact with. Yeah. And I haven't been doing that as much. Um, and I don't know why. I mean, it's just, I got to think about that, I guess. But anyway, <laughs> <clears throat> so it might be on my end. 
Yeah, it's on your end. <laughs> That's right. It has to do with my end. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, my end is, my end shall surely speak. Yeah. <laughs> it shall surely speak and not, not yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether that's something I want to quote or not. <laughs> yeah. Not if you want to go there or not. Yeah. But, <clears throat> yeah, I don't, um, the thing that, the thing that, that, I've just been thinking a lot about here recently, and this is just me. I mean, I don't know where anybody else is at or, you know, what you've been going through, but uh, it's just been hitting me so much more about the, it is, it's not a matter of trying to get healed or trying to get someplace else or trying to get something else other than what you've got. It's not trying to get the fullness of, of all the promises of God released in your life. It's not trying to get the manifestation. It's realizing that the same spirit already that raised Christ from the dead is alive and at work in me right now. Yeah. Quickening this mortal body, making, making this mortal body alive. And so I honestly, just me personally, I've been going through a lot of that. Once again, it's just, what do I really believe? What is my real I mean, do I believe what Christ believes about me? Yeah. Or do I believe, or am I trying to believe something? And I know maybe to some people that doesn't make any sense, but um, there's a lot of times we try to believe stuff. You know, I, well, I know I'm supposed to believe that way. So you try to do it. Mm. And that's not faith at all. Mm. So. Uh, faith is the it's already knowing it already has the substance it already has the evidence it already it already has that assurance uh it's seeing it from the perspective of of seated at the right hand of the father in heavenly places it's already knowing those things uh having the mind of christ already Mm. so it's not trying to get it and um i guess that's where um, I've been going back into again because that very first foundational principle, which is re, uh, repentance from dead works and faith toward God. If without that, basically, well, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? It says in Psalm. So, yeah. you know, if, if that part of that foundation is destroyed in me, uh, <clears throat> there's nothing we can move without, without, faith without without understanding or seeing things from god's perspective and being a part of his kingdom yeah so anyway that's just that's just where i'm at i mean that's just what i've been going through um um, that hole in my leg that i had for a long time is closing is really closing up rapidly um uh, cause I got, you know, bit by that brown recluse spider and it was clear down to the bone and, and big sections of my leg were uh, missing. Um, and it was, I was in pain almost all the time. Mm. And, um, now that flesh is being restored, um, or has been restored. I mean, a lot of it's, uh, already the, probably there's a little tiny hole, probably maybe, about the size of a dime that is that is 
sealed that is sealed up i mean it's all scabbed over and ready to you know i mean that's the last little bit so yeah. well praise god man yeah and that's uh people say well you know all that stuff that you write you know isn't that that's just theory that's just stuff that you're trying to get mm-hmm. no this is stuff honestly this is stuff you and i have to live by i mean it's not yeah. uh yeah. I had that brown recluse spider bite uh, for six years now. Yeah. And so dealing with that pain and dealing with that, um, no seeing that big hole in your leg yeah. <laughs> and going, no, what is it that Christ, he believes uh, this way about that. Yeah. And um, uh, just, and it's not a matter of positive thinking either, because that's that's not what we're talking about here. This is yeah. talking about what does Jesus Christ truly believe about what he did on the cross? Did he say it was finished or didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Am I complete in him or am I not? Yeah. So, um, you know, when it says that he bore our sickness and disease and by his stripes we... You know that word "bore" is "lambano," which which is a word picture in the Greek meant to depict that you put it upon your feet and you walk away with it. Yeah. So here, here we have a picture of Christ bearing or putting it upon his feet, taking upon himself that load and walking away with it. Mm. And so it's nowhere near us anymore. It doesn't belong anywhere around us anymore. He, he yeah. took it and walked away with it. Yeah. And um, so anyway, just um, that's just stuff. That's just stuff I'm going through. <laughs> no, but you know, it's like you, your faith is never reality until it's tested. You know, until oh, that's true. Until you are in a situation where you actually have to apply yourself, when right, when you, you you sort of are laid out, and you know your body's being attacked, you feel like you're gonna die, or they tell you you're gonna die. At that point, is like, what is what is really inside of you? What foundation right. do you have? What you know right. have you invested into your thinking system? Right. That is now going to manifest, you know, that is, um, that is, that's the reality of it. You know, faith is never, faith is never anything until um, it has to work, you know. Right. And, but, yeah, because yeah. it doesn't take faith. Once the symptom disappear, disappears, you're not living by faith anymore, well, <laughs> really. You don't but, need faith at we, that point. But exactly, I mean, we should be. We should always be living in a place of trusting God. You know, so don't don't just trust God for healing. Trust God right, right. to walk in health. You know, that's right. Um, yeah, because that's but, his ideal. I yeah, mean, that's yeah, exactly. I mean, that that's where you want to get to is, and that's why we constantly have to renew our mind in right in the concepts and the precepts of uh, and the truths of of God's way of thinking, which is what the Bible is. The Bible is telling us God's way of thinking and dealing with people, you know, and, and God's idea. So, you know, um, it's like change of thinking, come up to my thinking. What is it in Isaiah 53? It talks about that. 
or 50. Yeah. You know, that your, your ways are not my ways. Your, yeah, yeah, yeah. your thoughts are not my thoughts. That's right. So, you know, you, you, you kind of like, we've got to get his thinking and, and we've got to renew ourselves that, that very inner part. Because when, when you're sitting across the table and the doctor says you've got six months to live, right? there's nothing we can do for you. Right. Uh, what do you believe at that point? Well, exactly. You know, what comes out at that point? Right. Uh, okay, that's an extreme point. But, you know, what comes out at that point? Or when you're faced with a bill that you can't pay, what what comes out at that point? You know, it was like when when uh, we were sitting in the hospital room and um, the doctor walked in and, and said to Jesse, well, and, and I, you know, um, Jesse's, they, they found a tumor. So I said, what, you know, is it the, the, like a small, you know, you, you know, your mind is immediately going, is it the, the size of a golf ball? You yeah. Know, maybe yeah, yeah. Orange? He goes, no, no, size of a frying pan. You know, it's just like, I mean, you know, it's like somebody hits you in the stomach and you just totally, I mean, you know, it's like the air was sucked out of my life at that point in time. It's right. Like, I sat there, I couldn't breathe. I, I just couldn't breathe, you know. And I, Jesse, he was, because he was in pain, he was on um, um, morphine. So uh, he was like sort of half out. And, but when he said that, I mean, he sat bolt upright, wide awake, you know, straight. Mm. And, you know, the doctor walked out and closed the door at that point in time. And it's like, what do you do at that point in time, you know? Right, right. And, so I walked over to Jesse and I took his his head in my hands and I, I looked him in the eye and I said, this is where we make a stand because by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed. And from this point onwards, that's all we believe. Do you understand? And and uh, he looked at me and he says, I understand. And that's what we're going to do. And, uh, and so that began our journey, you know, um, and how God did so much in that six months uh, or nine months, six months to give him a miracle. But at that point in time, you know, it's like, even though my, everything in my emotions, my body, everything was shouting, like, you, you know, it was just dull, went into shock, you know, it's just, but your innermost being is what is invested there, you know, years and years of listening to the word of God or regarding healing and the precepts and the truths of God's word uh, just came out at that point in time, you know, just like, right. that's it. That's what we stand for. And, and, uh, and that's why it's important. And I was listening to something and it's like, um, you don't measure faith by, uh, well, not faith. I don't want to say faith, but the faith walk, you don't measure the faith walk by, by, um, titles <laughs> right or by uh, about you know it's like look how wonderful i am kind of let me show you how great i am it's by the tests and the trials by the pain by the scars that's what tells you how um how deep a man's you know, or or a person's walk of faith is you know right is what they've endured and survived what and and still come out and carry on going you know because we have this thing that when Things are, are tough, you know. What, what is that in uh, James chapter one? It talks about the trying when when your the trying of your faith worketh patience, you know. Right. And and so count it all joy when you fall into <laughs> when yeah, you, divers temptation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because uh, the trying of your faith worketh patience, and that word patience there doesn't mean just to hang out and hold on. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it's it it's hupomene, which is constant, cheerful consistency. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and, and, and let that constant, cheerful consistency have her perfect work, that yeah, you yeah. may be whole, that you may be entire, and that you may be wanting for nothing. Yes. So there's something when that faith works that patience in you, that constant, cheerful consistency. It also works in you that that wholeness, that entireness, and wanting for nothing. Um, Isaiah seven nine, just the end of nine, uh, in the Passion says, "If you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not be able to stand at all." Yes, well, I love that. Eh? Yeah, isn't that something? Yeah. Um, but there is a there is a. Um, and that's something that's been tumbling over and over, over the rubble of my brain for uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, you now have the mind of Christ. Mm. But it also says, let this mind be in you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So even though you have the mind of Christ, you've also got your own mind. You also got your own way of thinking. You also got, you also have that, that way that you've always thought before. Yep. And now, now let the mind be in you that's also in Christ Jesus. Let let yourself think the way He thinks. Exactly. Allow that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And because we, but have that an doesn't that doesn't just come from positive thinking, you know, or no, no, know, or like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to, you know, like a, a, it's not a conscious thinking. It, no, it's a it's something that has to be invested deep inside of you that comes out when the you know when you put into that situation right right that's the the james chapter one the passion also says he says my fellow believers when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can wow for you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up in you the power of endurance. And then as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection into every part of your being until there's nothing missing and nothing lacking. Right. I mean, that's incredible. It just like, you know, we that and that's what I was going to say is like when you're sitting across from, you know, the doctor and saying your life is over or or, you know, the economy c collapses around you. It's like, uh, you know, it's just uh, what comes out of people at that point in time tells you what they've invested into themselves, you know. Right. And, and he says, you've got to consider it nothing but joy. Another translation says, consider it a sheer gift. And then uh, when, you, you know, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. I mean, you know, it's like you think about Christians and they complain because they can't buy another TV or they, you know, they didn't get their. I mean, you know, one day I was, when I was pastoring, I get called to this house. So, I, um, and here's, here's like a whole group of people sitting in this and this one young guy sitting there. And, and his thing was that, uh, he believed for a car and, he, you know, not like anything he wanted, like the top range, jeep or something i can't remember what it was but he said you know he was he i put up my faith for this jeep and i didn't get it so what you what you teach is false you know yeah, and yeah. and uh and uh it doesn't work and 
And, uh, and so, you know, he was trying to cost me with all of this and everybody's like nodding their head, you know, and, uh, and I just, oh my gosh, you know, this is now, you know, if, if you, you know, I just walked, walked away from somebody that was believing God for a miracle in their body, you know, and it just, there's no comparison here, you know, please. Right. But, but we kind of, we kind of do that, you know, it's like we don't count a joy um, to be tested in our faith. We just don't, you know, we don't, we don't believe that, you know. Yeah. Cause the trying of that faith works something in you. Exactly. And then the, the problem is without that, without the trial, without that trying of your faith there, like you said earlier there, how do you even know you've got it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you're not really you're not really operating by it. Yes, um, you're not having to. You're not. You're not. You don't really see what you really truly. But I, I know a couple different times uh, uh, over the last few weeks. Um, um, how far I into? Anyway, I had a I had a blood clot again in my leg. Mm. Again, and, huh? Another one. Yeah. And it turned bright red. Well, you know, I just had that stroke thing. And so um, all these voices then come in. Yeah. And I'm not denying the voices don't come in. Uh, I'm not saying that you got to shut up the voices and all that sort of stuff. I, what I'm saying is, is, is uh, like it says in 1 Corinthians 15, it says every, everything on earth has a voice and every voice has significance. Yeah, but unless I know the meaning of the voice, I become a barbarian to him who speaks, and him who speaks a barbarian to me. The word meaning there is the word dunamis. If I if I know don't know the power of that voice, if I don't know the power of the voice that is spoken to me, saying by my stripes you were healed. Yeah, uh, I bore your sickness and disease. Um, the life that you now live in the flesh, you live by the faith of the son of God. If I don't know the power behind that voice, I become a barbarian to him who speaks. Yeah. And him who speaks a barbarian to me, it, it has no effect in my life. I can repeat it all I want, but if I don't know the power of that voice, if I don't believe that there's strength in it, and that's the thing a lot of times with fear, fear is the faith and the strength of something else. And the power of it other than God. Yeah. Uh, so I, I believe in the power of that uh, blood clot or the power of that uh, hole in my leg or the power of that venom or the power of that whatever it is more than I believe what God has said about, about this whole situation. And so uh, it says, I would above all things, my brethren, that you be in health and prosper even at or to the same degree and measure in which your soul prospers. My soul, my mind, will, and emotions is the thing that gets so wrapped up in what's going on or what I see, what I feel. Um, my mind goes that direction and believes those voices stronger. Yeah. And that's where... That's where I would, above all things, my brother, that you be in health and prosper. If my soul has prospered to the point where it is, it believes as soon as I hear the voice 
of of my master, my creator saying something, that's what I believe. That's what I live by. Then I shall be in health and prosper to that same degree and measure. But if I don't, whatever degree and measure in which I believe that is the same degree and measure in which I'd be in health and prosper. That's basically what that scripture says. Yeah. So, um, you know, if we, if we're wanting to, if we're wanting to walk in this lifestyle as a son of the living God, then like you said earlier, renewing our mind in that area. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking about this yesterday Well, driving yesterday. I was way out somewhere yesterday morning. And so driving back, and I was, I was just listening to some scripture in, in Jesus, you know, on the audio Bible. But my mind drifted a little bit. And I, I, I thought, about no, it. not your <laughs> I started meditating on something. And I thought, you know, when in, in um, let me get there quickly. It's just it's just very interesting because I, I, I've you know both you and I have have seen this and experienced it. I suppose in a in a measure too over years. You know, is that we've we've seen people kind of trying to um, like like you started off with trying to get something, trying to get better at their faith, trying to get more faith, trying to uh, right. You know, get what's their inheritance already, and they're right. You know, so they're constantly sitting in the seat of not learning, but of trying to get. And, right, right, and, right. Uh, um, and Jesus in in Matthew six, he talks about that. He goes, and he he just he, he just been speaking about needs. You know, just um, and he said, you you guys, you, you're fussing about these things. Um, and he goes, has anyone by fussing in front of the mirror ever gotten taller by so much <laughs> as a pinch? All this time and money wasted on fashion, do you think it makes that much difference? Instead of looking at the fashions, walk out into the fields and look at the wildflowers. They never primp or shop, but have you ever seen color and design quite like it? The 10 best dressed men and women in the country look shabby alongside them. <laughs> wow. And- that's so true. But he says that if God gives such attention to appearance of wildflowers, most of which are never even seen, don't you think he'll attend to you, take pride in you, do his best for you? What I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax, not to be so preoccupied with getting so you can respond to God's giving or what God already has given. People wow. who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things. But you know both God and how he works. You, you should. So wow. Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. And and then he talks about, um, see, of course, we know it as seek first. Um, the Amplified says, but first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom. And so, you know, I think that oftentimes we, we in our anxiety and worry, which we think is faith or right. think, you know, is like, okay, we, we, we strive, we, try, we sit in the seat of the pagans. He talks about, you know, um, I, I can't remember where that scripture is. Oh, for the pagans, the, the pagan Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. 
Right. But do not worry for your heavenly father knows that you need them. And, you know, it's a place of trust where we get to where we know our father knows. Right. And he doesn't say seek first to get. He doesn't say seek first to perfect. He says seek first his kingdom. Right. His righteousness, you know, and, and align as priority to his king. You know, again, I, I, I was talking to somebody the other day about this and, and, um, and uh, they were going like, you know, while we were just talking about the church structure and various other things. And I said, the problem is, is that we disciple people into our church method or our church yeah. idea or our church paradigm or our denominational idea or our teaching, you know, right. instead of discipling people to kingdom operation kingdom thinking kingdom believing because in the kingdom of god faith is 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 how it functions you don't have oh to yeah try, you don't have to try and get it you know the kingdom no. is is it's a faith kingdom you know it's the god kind of faith it's right. what kingdom is built on it's how it functions you know it's just like you don't have to try then you don't have to try and put on this thing and try and perfect it when you align with that system of of government of system of health and system you know and, and when i talk about system his system you know it's like uh, it changes like how you operate you don't th that's what he said you're striving to what you eat what you drink what you wear you worry you you find but if you understand the kingdom you know your father you get all these things you don't worry about it you don't right that first you know right yeah, because that's not the reason you're having faith is trying to get that stuff. It's like it's like waiting, waiting till you're so sick that now you're praying for a miracle. Well, that's that, and that's most of what what I think we spoke about that last week or something. I can't remember, but um, it's just you know that's the thing is most people are too lazy to invest. And get their thinking in and align with the right place with right. their government in heaven. Uh, they want just a miracle, you know. So they're like the the Israelites. Where's our bread? Where's our right. meat? You know. Where's our water? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, otherwise, if you've got, if you have, if you have, not, I'm not talking about working at it, but I'm talking about getting to know. If I knew my father <laughs> yeah. well well enough, if I knew him, uh, I wouldn't even be worried about such things. And that's what it says there in that in that scripture you just read. You yeah. know, knowing your father, knowing how he does this with the with the lilies of the field, you know, or the flowers that just fade away. You know, how much more does he care for you? Just knowing his character, knowing his nature, knowing who he is. Um, you know, then you're not going to worry about that stuff because I know his character. I know yeah. who he is. And you're not then always rushing around waiting for the miracle, waiting for the supply, waiting for this, trying to get that. Uh, it's almost like we look at him as a slot machine. If I put enough prayer in, I get out my my jackpot, you know, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And uh, after I do it enough times. And uh, I've heard so many people repeat, repeat that little, well, how about that woman who came to the unjust king, you know, and just begged him and, and for her, 
for her importunity, he finally gave in and, and uh, allowed her to have whatever it is she wanted. I said, yeah, he was an unjust king. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for her importunity, you know, because she just bugged him enough. Finally, he gave in. It has nothing to do with your just, your just father. <laughs> I mean, that's, it says how much more does your father in heaven want to give that to you? It's yeah. not talking about, you know, just sit there and beg and beg and beg and beg and beg. And finally he gives in because he's just tired of hearing you beg. That isn't, that isn't what the whole thing's talking about. Yeah. And that, that led to the doctrine of uh, asking that should be given to you, seeking you shall find, knocking it should be opened unto you. Well, ask and keep on asking. Yeah. Knock and keep on knocking. Well, it's that, it's that tense of the verb, you know, it's that whatever no the, the and and the word there is not to beg it's not to inquire it's not to request it's not to whatever it's to demand what is already due it's already put in an account for you and all you're doing is making a request or a withdrawal that's what that word means to ask yeah. so if you if you if we would look at some of this stuff in the light of the character and nature of of God and Christ you know, who's the thought, intent, purpose, and motive behind everything God did, well, then we would see things totally differently. We'd see, we'd see how we're walking through life totally differently. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be trying to always get stuff or trying to become a son of God. Now are you sons of God? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, why do we keep trying to become one? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, that's the thing is, you know, I I really believe we we've we've got to kind of like rest in that, you know. Yeah. It, it's there. There's always a process of development, you know. Is like when you right, right. That's true. When you are growing, you know, you've got to grow. That's a process. Right. Um, you've got to be in the right environment. So, you, you know, if you if you it's like if you take a, a, a kid, you know, which they did in China, they're probably still doing it, and they put them in these orphanages, and right. nobody, nobody loves on them or anything. They just, they, they don't develop. They never develop because there's no environment for them to develop in. And, and, and the same for, for believers. If we're not in an environment that the right environment where, we that that and that's what discipleship process is about it's a development process of developing mindsets developing thinking developing values or a transfer you know where that is being imparted to you the 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 kingdom of god is being imparted to you so you've got to be in the right environment but and that's a process you even though you know he um in uh, john chapter 1 verse 12 it says to all those who believe in him to them, he gave the power to become right sons of God. So we are, but we're becoming. We are by inheritance. We are in God's eyes. We are. You know, if if I adopted a child into my family, if I'm a true father, he is my son. He is my child. But he has to now become in the same way um my son in the sense that he has to learn the ways of my home. He has to learn my ways as a, as a parent. He has to um, 
get my values. He has to get the culture of our home and how it works. He, he may feel like he can't go to the fridge, you know, and open up the fridge. So I've got to impart that to him that he has the liberty to go to the fridge refrigerator, open it up and take anything he likes, you know, but then, he, you know, he cannot have, if mom says no cookies, he's not allowed to have cookies, you know, that kind of, he's got to learn that environment. So we are, but we're becoming. And so we born sons of God, but we are also becoming because we are developing, growing until we can manifest and be conformed to his image and transformed into his right. likeness you know so there is that process that needs to take place but right. we kind of got to you know you can't I, i've i've coached a number of people who have sort of fostered children or um uh, adopted children and and they often have problems major problems because the the insecurity the child feels is, right, uh, I'm out of this home at any time. Yeah, or, they start manifesting, you know, bad behavior, you know, because they're insecure. And and uh, and I just use the biblical principles, and I coach them in biblical principles of of um, of this process. And I go, you've got to give them that identity. Don't threaten them with sending them away because that creates more insecurity. Focus on developing their security that they are your son but they're becoming you know right. in the sense of they are now developing in their growth to actually it it's a it takes time you've got to be very patient with them and god yeah. is very patient with us in our development process from we are to be we becoming but we've got to begin to rest in that right. and right. be secure in that process but also in the fact that we are you know right well it says that that um the word was sent unto jacob but it lighted upon israel and i know we've talked about this before um jacob and israel were the same guy it's just that jacob went through a process yes. from from being a supplanter deceiver running around trying to get the inheritance himself uh trying to do it all on his own uh to finally realizing who he is as a as a basically as a son of god and then he became that gift. He became that thing to the nation. Right. Uh, but it says later, I think it's in chapter 18 of Isaiah, it says that uh, uh, Jacob have I created, Israel have I formed. Yes. So yes. there is that formation process that goes right. through to become Israel, to become yes. that something that is no longer just a supplanter deceiver somebody trying to get it on their own there is a a work or a process that happens like let let patience have her perfect work yes uh the the trying of your faith worketh something and it works that patience in you so that you may be whole and entire and wanting for nothing am i immediately whole and entire and wanting for nothing that's what god believes however is it activated in my life yet not until I come into that place where I'm, like you said, I come into that place of rest. Yeah. That constant, cheerful consistency where I know that I know that I know. Yeah. I'm unmoved, unwavered by what I see, feel, touch, smell, whatever. Yeah. And, um, you know, nothing, nothing shall, nothing shall make me waver then from what, what I know God believes about it. Yeah. So if he says it is finished, it's finished. And yeah. 
Uh, I, Connie used to say something a lot that, that just really got me. Uh, she was going through some things for a while and there used to be a saying out that says, God says it, I believe it. And that settles it for me. Yeah. Well, she said, she said, I can't say that anymore. I have to say, God said it, that settles it. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I, I leave out, she left out that middle part, you know, where I believe it. Yeah. It, it didn't matter whether or not I believed it, God said it. Yeah. So that settles it. Yeah. And so it, it took her in a, it began to take her on a journey in her own heart to where she came to that place of being settled and secure in that. Yeah. And uh, there, thereby she did, wasn't trying to get someplace. She wasn't trying to get the inheritance. She wasn't trying to get the promise. God said it. That settles it. Yeah. I've got it. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's exactly, that's exactly, I mean, you know, that's, that's how he functions. That's how he thinks. That's how he, you know, that's what he, that's what he says. When he says something, you've often said that, you know, Logos being the express image or the express uh, declaration or the express. Uh, ex yeah. The thought, intent, yeah. purpose, and motive behind yeah. what is spoken. Yeah. And, and so in the beginning was the word, the word was the express idea. That's or, right. Or yeah. The, you know, the intention of God is right. That, you know, that's so, that's so powerful. You know, it's like, um, and so, you know, when, when you get to that place, you go, okay, God is expressing, you know, who he is. Isn't that crazy? Says. That's and, crazy. And that's it. It's just like you, you just align with that. That's become like such a, a thing to me. But the problem is, is alignment doesn't happen because you just sit in a meeting. Or no. Because you call yourself a Christian. Or no. Because you, you know, whatever your religious concept is. I, Religion is going to be one of the biggest barriers to us walking in these things. I've had to undo so much in my mind to rest in who oh, yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. I've been through trials, you know. That's the thing is like it's it's when – when um, in, in fact, in China, they say you don't call yourself an apostle um, by your title or because of how many, you know, churches you got or, you know – it's how many times you've been in jail and been beaten oh, and tortured. Man. That, that's, that's how they, that's how they measure it. They go, what have you stood up for? Right. Before? You know, we, we too easily give ourselves a title. The thing about it is, the thing about it is every time you make a stand that you believe something. Right. And, or, and you declare it or, or that you call yourself something. You better believe you are going to be tested by fire. Oh, yeah. Before yeah. that thing manifests in your life, you know, just because you call yourself an evangelist or a prophet, God help you, you know. Yeah. Like, um, you know, call yourself a, a an apostle. It's not because of your great revelation or your great teaching no. or because you got churches under you. You know, God help you. You're going to be tested for that gift and for that for for that mandate on your life. I mean, with, yeah. with well, all... Seth Satan comes immediately for the word's sake. I mean, exactly. he's going to come, <laughs> yeah. he's gonna come for it. And that's why we, we should rejoice. You know, we should, right. when that's why he says, um, uh, you know, uh, 
when you're facing nothing but difficulties, see it as invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. We could see, you know, tests and trials as opportunities. You know, economically, I mean, the the Bank of, I was listening to somebody saying the Bank of America last week or the week before brought out in their, that we are definitely facing uh, transitory hyperinflation. Oh. uh, That, you know, that's now the, the biggest bank in America. <laughs> right. And so they were, and I, I just, I, I popped onto some trends earlier. And other, yeah. Everybody's got the same narrative, you know, are we growing and everything is great and nothing is bad. And, but there's 10 million people that are out of work, you know, and most right. businesses can't function and there's a shortage of stuff and, and you can just see prices rising. But, you know, it's like, it's, and just yeah. for you, truck just trying to find a used pickup truck yeah i tell second hand vehicles is like, like yeah chicken teeth man i'm telling you it's just like uh, you can get them but you're gonna pay a price i i mean we just bought one and we paid for the, a thing that would have cost us like two thousand less if you know a year ago uh, right right it's like in fact jesse bought a car a second hand um, 20, 2019 model he bought like two years ago or a year ago and and we paid for a 2011 model the same price oh man so the same price nearly the same price as his and he got this like incredible dear beautiful vehicle and, right. but now the prices are so ridiculous we couldn't find anything you know uh, that, that we didn't have to pay for so uh, the, I'm saying that is because Okay, whatever the future holds, we don't know. I, I, right. It doesn't look rosy on in the in reality. You know, let's be real. Let's not put our heads in the sand and say we prophesy everything's going to go. Listen, it doesn't work like that. Um, is like we are facing stuff. The prophecy is how you react and how you respond in the midst of a crisis. That right. thing, you know, what do you declare? What you yeah. know. Are you going to speak for your father or are you going to speak? Because prophecy exactly. is speaking for God. So Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it's the spirit of Jesus. You're declaring, right. you're declaring his kingdom in the midst of everything, you know. And then we, we start talking about, are we a kingdom of priests and kings? Do we right. have dominion? Do right. we have authority? Um, or are we going to be double-minded, unstable, and restless in all our ways, in everything, yeah. feel, and decide? You know, what what are we going to do? What what are we going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I remember when I faced my biggest crisis, when we lost everything in a moment, uh, you know, it seemed like a moment. Right. 2003, 2004, we lost everything, you know, everything just fell apart. We had no food in the house. The one day I was walking to the shop and I had my kids were fighting with me about my faith and and whatever else, and said, why are we struggling, and where's our friends, and all the rest of it, and I had five rand, five rand coin in my pocket to buy the last loaf of bread that we could in the house, (laughs) you know, at that point in time, you know, is like, you've got to know, you know, it's just like, and, and you know what, it's like, in the crisis, God brings the opportunity, God brings the opportunity, God shows you you know like the next thing you we got to thank god for crises because that's when we shine that's when his kingdom 
really stands and and his kingdom keeps developing keeps growing keeps uh expanding regardless of the circumstances you know when when the kingdoms of this world collapse that's when god's kingdom really stands and right. uh, we've we've got i was thinking of uh, daniel you know it's like most guys when when they say okay we're gonna throw in the lines then okay no 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 i've changed my mind i'm prophesying it's not there right right i've, I've changed my mind you know so, so he got no he goes into the lines then and comes out and god promotes him you know so, yeah. so uh we we've got to learn to meet the challenges head on, you know, and uh, the message Bible says anyone who meets a testing challenge head on and managed, manages to stick it out is mighty fortunate for such such persons, lo persons loyally in love with God. The reward is life and more. Wow. I love that. You know, it's just life and more life, man. Glory to God. I was thinking about something uh, again the other day, just as far as uh, you know, Mark chapter four, it talks about the, the sower soweth the seed and he goes and throws some on the, you know, and the birds come immediately to steal it. So Satan comes immediately to steal the word. Yes. Do you remember the parable about the mustard seed? Yes. What does it grow into? A tree. That what? The birds resting. The same birds that are coming to steal all of the seed and all that stuff in your life, you're going to have such a large tree because of what faith you have. You're going to have such a large tree that all the, the all those same birds are going to come and just rest in that tree and nest in it. And you don't even have to worry about them stealing anything. Right. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, well, everything is going to come to a rest, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Glory. And it says that therefore remaineth for some to enter into his rest. And I always put my name in there. And therefore remaineth for Steve to enter into his rest. That's right. Because the reason they did not enter into that rest was because of an evil heart of unbelief. Yeah. And um, But it is time to enter into that rest. It is time to enter into that place. Of, he is called the Prince of Peace. Peace, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's got to be there's got to be a rest for the people of God. Yeah. Um, I was talking with somebody the other day and, and we were talking about this, too, is that, you know, man was created on the sixth day. So his first day was intended to be the day of rest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, entering into life, entering into his whole creation, his whole being was supposed to be entering into God's rest. That was the whole picture of it. Yeah. It's already created for you. It's already made for you. It's already done for you. It is finished. And here, step into it and now be a steward of it. Yeah. Holy smokes. What a picture. Yeah. But that takes a mindset, you know. That, yes, it does. That, you've got to get into that place of going, okay, you know, I here I am, a king and a lord, really, in, in this. That's what he says. He's the king of kings and the lord of lords. You know? Right. I never in this garden. that until... Yeah. I really began to understand the kingdom of God. You know, it's just like, okay, you know, he is the king, but, but he's given me authority of rulership in the right. earth. And, right. and, and as lordship, I have dominion, you know, in the earth. So right. why am I, why am I uh, intimidated by circumstances or by sickness and disease? Why am I intimidated by these things? Why am I right. intimidated by people's rejection or, right. 
you know, or, or a crisis. I'm not intimidated by a crisis. I shouldn't be. Why am I intimidated by lack? I'm not intimidated by lack because right. I am a king and a lord. You know, I, I'm bringing the kingdom. And, and that I, I was listening yesterday. And, and again, it's like the disciples said, you know, what kind of man is this? You know, that, that even the winds and the waves yeah. listen to him and obey him. What, what kind of guy is this? And Jesus talks, turns to them and he says, where is your faith? Yes. In other words, for you to walk in this uh, Adamic Genesis um, authority, dominion, and rulership, you've got to walk by faith. Right. Where, where is your faith? He goes, like, hey, guys, you're supposed to be walking in this, but you've been so caught up in the, the systems of religion and and whatever else, you just don't get it. You, you, you right. don't get it. You know, and I thought, you know, it's like we admire that when it's supposed to be ours. We are kings and lords in the earth. Why are we intimidated by this? Yeah. You know? And they looked at that as miracle, you know, just like uh, yes. Jesus walking on the water and and Peter, you know, begins to sink and immediately uh, Christ grabs him by the hand and, and it says immediately that they're back in the boat. And he turns to Peter and said, Peter, wherefore didst thou doubt? Yes. And, and I, I thought, why? Why the rebuke? I mean, this guy's a fisherman. He knows good and well you don't get out on the water in a storm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, why? Yeah, yeah. But yet, but yet, what he said to him was the word doubt there means to halt between two opinions or to think twice about it. So you are already you are already walking with me on this walk. You were already doing this. This is not a miracle. Yeah. This is this is how we walk. This is how we live. But why did you think twice about it? Yes. Why did you? Why were you of a second opinion? Why did you halt between these two opinions? That's what caused you to sink. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, as I began to look at that, I thought, "Oh my land! That's that's what we have a tendency to do." Is I may be walking all of a sudden by this, by what I know God has said, but then the second opinion or the second view or this this other viewpoint comes in and I begin to halt between those two. Yeah. And that's what he calls doubt. Yeah. So um, it's not the same as the one uh, when it talks about it in um, Mark chapter 11, where it says, uh, if you speak unto this mountain and tell it to be removed and cast in the sea and do not doubt in your heart, that's a different word. And that, that one simply means to, that's the same one that's translated when he says, um, let them speak, let them prophesy. If they're going to prophesy, let them speak as it were by course, uh, and let the other judge. It's that word judge. It's the, it's to mentally weigh and balance out something and to make a judgment. Yeah. So that's what he's saying is when you speak into this mountain until it's removed and cast in the sea, do not sit there then and mentally weigh and balance out how it's going to happen or why or when or, or what's, what's moving, what's not, you know, uh, don't, don't do this mental gymnastics that you always go through. Don't go to that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but, you know, learn to operate by the tree of life. Yeah. That's the one I want you to live by. So, it's just, it's so interesting to me, some of these little tiny 
simple nuances that he puts in the scripture and and honestly we just kind of cruise over them like they're not even in there yeah yeah exactly but just like what you were reading there you know as far as as far as uh, uh, uh the trying of your faith you know and you said it in the message bible or whatever it was that you know that whole trying count of joy when these trials yeah. you know because this is this is what's going to work this in you this is what's going to work this stuff in you so that you know now that you're operating by faith it's not you know it's not coming to damage you yeah yeah Helen basically to test to see what's in you well it could damage you if you allow it well yeah Just well of this, course. you know but but you're not of that you know? it's like right that's not who you are that's not who you are so we we don't have to allow it to um when we allow it to overwhelm us is, right right that's uh, the key yeah facing nothing but difficulty see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can it's just wow. like this is an opportunity for me you know this is an opportunity for god I, you wow. know like when you go back to the it's interesting is like the israelites lived in a place called goshen in egypt and when the when the plagues were coming um, and the you know, the, the the ten plagues, it's like they lived in this supernatural bubble of God's protection. You know, it's like it didn't touch them, even though the the known world at that point in time was suffering with flies and frogs and whatever right. else. It didn't touch them, and and uh, um, that's where that song was written. Then can't touch this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> you can't touch this. And, well, and that's that's kind of what our our declaration has got to be. You know, it's like, okay, you know, economics is collapsing, politics, the system is failing, everything's failing, but you can't touch this because right. I'm not of this world. You know, right. I'm in it, but I'm not of it. So I am faith. I can walk. You know, maybe it, it might not be physical water at this point in time, but I can walk on water, you know. Is, right. um, when, when, when the disciples are sitting in the boat and Jesus says, you've got to be careful of the, of the, the yeast of right. the seas. And they're going, oh, gosh, we haven't got bread. That's why he's talking. We haven't got one loaf of bread between <laughs> us. He's talking about bread, you know. And Jesus right. goes, what's the matter with you guys? Don't you get it? I'm not talking about bread. Hey, do you remember we had four loaves and, and how many did you get? Oh, we, we got, we got 12 baskets full, you know, it's just like, so, uh, go, Oh, right. You know, yeah. it's just like, you have by faith, the ability to multiply bread. Why are you worrying about the bread? It's what gets into your innermost being. That's right. what you've got to concern yourself about. What kind of environment are you in? What right. are you getting on the inside? If you're getting the wrong yeast, baby, you're getting the wrong bread. You know, right. it might flop. You know, I mean, you've had flops in bread, and I've had flops in bread. Is this oh yeah, bad yeast produces, or you know, wrong measure of the yeast produces right. bad bread. But when you got the right yeast, you got a you got great bread. You know, good bread, nice. Nice, firm, not firm, but nice um, texture is, is the word. Uh, you know, you've got a nice loaf of bread. Uh, right. And, and uh, but yeah, we're worrying about, oh gosh, look at the economy. Economy, we've only got one piece of bread, you know, and it's just, what are we going to do? And Jesus going, you guys don't get it. It's just, what is inside you? What is inside you? 
you know. And that leaven or that that yeast or that self rising or that rising up, I, if you if we would realize that's the yeast that we're operating by is that resurrection, yeah, that that raising of Christ, the same spirit, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is alive and at work in you right now, quickening, giving life to giving giving sustenance to bringing to life this mortal body it doesn't say the spiritual one it says this mortal body yeah yeah so it's not something i'm looking for in the sweet by and by this is he's talking now yeah yeah it's there it just needs to be activated you know yeast in the bottle doesn't do anything yeast in the fridge you know right right doesn't do anything i got to put it into the 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 mixing bowl I've got to add hot water, sugar, a bit of salt to it, and boom, baby, it starts now, activating. Do you use hot water or do you use kind of a warm water? Um, well, it depends how fast I want to go. So if I'm, doing a, if I'm doing a Dutch oven bread, then I use very hot water. Really? Yeah. I thought the hot water killed the yeast. Oh, no, no, no. So if, in fact, if you're doing a Dutch oven bread, yeah, here we go on something. <laughs> yeah. Dutch oven bread, you actually put like a quarter teaspoon of yeast. And, right. Um, uh, I, I put it like maybe half a tablespoon of sugar, a little bit of salt, very hot water, and I mix it up into, into the f- flour. Only a quarter teaspoon, though. Yeah, yeah. And I now, do you wait it for it to... You yeah. wait for the yeast to activate before you add it to the flour, or you no, just no. add it right away. No, I I add activated yeast. It's like like faith. Faith is. Oh, okay. Faith. See, I use the I use the other kind of yeast that's not activated. I have to wait for it like ten minutes for it to. Ah, uh, no, no, that activate. No, no. So I I get the activated. I I you know I want the instant stuff, baby. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> But it makes it makes amazing bread in the Dutch oven, you know. Just oh, I bet it would. Yeah, it makes really amazing. Actually, that makes me think I should do one of those now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I'm thinking <laughs> oh, jalapeno cheese bread. Okay, here we, we go. We got the bread, our bread mentality going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which we we must we must be over sixty. We <laughs> we chase that squirrel very quickly. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Oh gosh! Yeah, so when you're half-hearted and wavering, it leaves you unstable, eh? <laughs> That's right. That's right. When we're you're not hungry. half-hearted, man. We're whole, we're wholehearted in everything we do. Glory to God. <laughs> That's right. Uh, hey, did you hear about those two cannibals that were eating a clown? N- no. <laughs> the one turns to the other and said, "Does this taste funny to you?" <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah. So, what are you tasting? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, man. Uh, anyway, hey. there's a, there is so much, something that um, I'll call him JB, a, a, a friend of ours, you know, you, yeah. you know, both of ours. Uh, we were talking about this the other day as far as just entering into that rest. And the, the problem is, is that um, we have all these other things going on in our mind and all these other voices and we we forget that there is one that shakes both heaven and earth. Yes. Yes. And uh, to really believe that voice and to give our attention to that one and uh, to come to that place of settled rest and peace to where now we enter into that rest and don't 
don't continue to be shaken by everything else that goes by. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's one of the big things that I know um, he's been working in me. He's been working in you. He's been working in JB. I mean, that's just one of those things that um, he's really working in us. And I don't know what he's got planned coming up, <laughs> but there's a reason he's having us be at rest. Yeah. I, I, I really believe that it's because, you know, is that the whole world is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God, you know, right. And, being a son of God is not a performance. It's, right. It's a it's a it's a positional place, right? Of, of um, right, of privilege, of of authority, dominion. You know, it, it's like I I really believe that the whole world is looking for that. The, everything else is failing. It's failing at a rapid rate. The systems, the political systems, the economic system, the health system. It's all. It's all failing at a rapid rate. They don't know what to do. And here we are in the midst of it. Right. We can't be just going to church and going to meetings and attending programs. You know, it's time, time, time for God to, to, um, to really reveal who they are, you know? Right. Right. That's true. Well, I think yeah. we ran the gamut on that one. Yeah, we did. We, we've run, <laughs> ran the game. Yes, we did. Yeah, it's a good one. It was. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm encouraged with it. It's really great. Preaching backwards and forwards is so good. You know. It's just like- yeah. Well, and and that's what we do this for is to encourage one another. So yeah. Yeah. No. Happens to be encouraged by it. That's great. But in the meantime, um, you know, like we keep reminding each other, we do this anyway. Yeah. Exactly. It happens that we push record. Yeah. Well, and that's it. I mean, yeah, you know, is is uh, you know, it's like we we take everything that we've you know that we've gone through in our in this week in our thinking and our mindsets and and our meditations and our prayers and God's dealing with our life and we begin to share it all. We squeeze it all in within an hour and just go, "Hey, this is what's happening in my life," and and uh, and um, and vice versa. So yeah, it's really cool. It's really good. righty. well. I'll leave you to get back to the family. My wife wants to go on a date now. So Woo-hoo. all right. With her. So yeah, it's good. We love you lots, eh? All right. Love you too. Catch you later. Catch you later, man. Bye-bye. Bye.